Welcome to episode 046, The Power of Sacred Circle and Altars to Ritualize Your Life. Welcome, I'm your host, Clara Bade. One Woke Mama is a journey of awakening through the raw, sometimes painful, always beautiful and definitely messy ride that is motherhood. This is our journey in mind, body and soul towards consciousness. We seek clarity, we hunt down the truth, we dive into the discomfort of healing, uncovering shadows and rising out of them back into the new woman that we're meant to be. better despite the collective energy, the constant shifts, the instability that so many of us are feeling and fearing I guess. So today I felt to talk to you about two things that I find really important and vital in my experience as a woman and in my experience in the world as it is today. And those two things are very ancient things, things that maybe you have heard about or even do for yourself regularly in some way or experienced before. And those two things are sacred circle and altars. And I want to talk to you today about the power of these two things. When I think about coming into sacred circle, coming into a women's circle, and when I think about an altar, I think about ritual. I immediately tune into the energy and the vibration of creating ritual, of creating something that feels like a true honoring, a way to mark our passage through time, a way to honor and reflect on life, to mark the change of seasons, to witness each other's experiences through life, to reflect on what has unfolded, to choose to learn and grow from all of that, to be part of a collective of like-minded people who are there to hold space for each other and to embrace each other. I see and feel into all of that in sacred circles, but also in the power of altars. So I'm going to start here in terms of sacred circles first. So women have long come together, congregated together in circle to laugh, to share, to heal, to care for each other's children, to move into the red tent during their moon cycle, to honour Mother Nature and her cycles, to spiritually connect in community, to learn, to share ideas. I personally value the power and energy and that sense of solidarity that comes when women convene in that way. And know that when I say women, that men also come into circle too and have done through the dawn of time. But for me particularly, I'm tuning into the feminine energy of women coming together. And when we come in together, we 
come into experience our authentic selves within ourselves but also within a group reflected back to us. We come to learn from other people's projections and reflections and realisations. We come to a space of truth, of, re of realness, of honouring the real but also honouring the higher self and the divine. And the reason I feel that this is so important, or one of the many reasons, <clears throat> excuse me, one of the many reasons is that it, it is such a marking and honouring that provides a pause in our day-to-day -day life, that provides a moment of sacredness within the varied and multiple roles and responsibilities that we all have within the wildness and the chaos of the external world, within the duties and the day-to-day -day grind. And I think that it's really something that we've been lacking and it's definitely within a resurgence, sacred circles, women coming together, people honouring time, space experience together, bringing that ancient practice back to the forefront. And it is part of the feminine rising. It is part of the feminine coming back to her place in power, not at the expense of the masculine, but to work alongside it. Part of our global community and our universe starting to tune in to the power of the feminine energy, where there is no hierarchy, where the woman's voice and her energy is important, where her story and her vibration and her feeling and her way of being is honoured and fully received, all in a sacred space, a collective power that is harnessed together. And a power that, when harnessed together, can create an intention of healing for the individual person, for the collective in that circle, for the wider collective globally. This is actually magical. The support, the creativity, the sharing of ideas, the sharing of tears and laughter, all of this that is fostered in a woman's circle, in a sacred circle. And it has the power to translate into something so much bigger and brighter and more life-changing than we could imagine. It's so palpable. When you're in that small circle with maybe five or 10 or 20 women, you can feel the ripple effect that that's having the moment you step out of that circle, you can feel how that affects your family, your children, how that then affects their community and so on and continues to positively impact society and our global community. These are transformative circles needed in transformative times on a global level. Even before all this COVID-19 business, there is and has been so much global conflict and uncertainty and that I feel that this powerful feminine rising experience that is felt within a women's circle is so needed. I have a quote here from a Jungian analyst, analyst, sorry, her name is Jean Shinoda Bolan and the quote is, when women come together and make a commitment to each other to be in a circle with a spiritual center, they are creating a vessel of healing and transformation for themselves and a vehicle for change in their world. No small thing, right? 
And I ask you now, how frequently do you mark the passage of time in your life? How frequently do you honour the experiences of your life? How frequently do you reflect upon and grow from your own journey? How often do you come into an experience that feels sacred, that allows you to be seen, that allows you to see others, that allows you to cultivate more of this healing and transformation by being within a container, a vessel held by a spiritual center, a guide. As I record this, today is the day that I was meant to be hosting a four-hour, half-day workshop called Soma et Sol, which was a deep dive journey into nourishing your nervous system, to working with the body, to tuning in and tapping into soul. It was to be a live workshop that obviously hasn't eventuated. And I've yet to figure out how to bring such an expansive and extensive workshop into the online space, as so many of us are doing with our work, taking everything online. So I want to just share with you that it's still possible for you to experience this kind of connection, to experience sacred circles in some way, be that you just jump on a Zoom call with four of your best friends and have a cup of tea together and chat and share. Or maybe you find an online circle. Maybe there is a space online for you to come into this. I'm just interrupting today's episode on sacred circles and altars to let you know that within my private membership group, Practical Magic and Spiritual Medicine, I am hosting a live virtual sacred circle every month on the new moon, which is completely free to members of Practical Magic and Spiritual Medicine. This next virtual sacred circle is on Friday the 24th at 8pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. We'll be coming into circle under the new moon energy of Taurus and working with the powerful ideas of self-love, self-worth, pleasure. And coming into circle with women, like-minded souls to collectively transform and heal. Please check out the show notes or visit clairevade.com slash FB group to join Practical Magic Spiritual Medicine so you can experience these live and free sacred virtual circles. So if I consider why for me personally sacred circles right now are sorely missed and I have a longing to dive into them more, experience them more, and obviously we'll all have to be in the online space at the moment. The reason is this. Without something that feels ritualized and divine and connected and sacred, without the powerful energy of a circle, without the energy of other women to grow with, to support my personal expansion and healing, then life can just sometimes feel a little bit same-same, groundhog. Here we go. 
without these points to mark, for example, under the new moon or the full moon or to honour something such as a blessing way or a mother's group or a maiden ritual, without these markers, we can just get lost in the the duties and the day-to-day of our life and get lost in the requirements and the responsibilities and get lost in all the external stimulation and distraction and all of the stuff that's happening in our lives that keep us disconnected from ourselves. I was talking to a new client the other day and she was saying, by the way, I'm hearing this a lot, she was saying that throughout this COVID-19 stuff, She feels like she can no longer distract herself and run away from her own wounds and pain points and areas within herself that need attention because there is no routine anymore. There is no structure in the traditional sense. And this, my loves, is the feminine rising. She is chaotic and she is a little bit wild and messy and spontaneous. She is that woman who runs with the wolves and she takes away all of the structure and the routine And the systems, which is that beautiful, powerful masculine container which provides all of that for us. And when the feminine takes all of that away, we are left with whatever is within us, within our internal world that must be looked at. We are left with our own shadows and our own light. Some of us are really easing into this shift that's happening globally because it feels good to be loose and in flow and open to whatever And we're okay with not running away from our stuff. But for some of us, that can feel really wild and that can feel really destabilizing and uncertain. So for me, sacred circles bring us a point, a reference point to come back and reflect on all of that, to come back and have a little bit of containment, but via the beautiful connection and balance of the masculine and the feminine. So your guide in a circle is that masculine container for you. That guide, your teacher holding that sacred circle, is that masculine energy for you, holding everything strong and steady so that you can feel into the wildness within, so that you can go to the shadows, so that you can go into the the depths, honour what you're feeling, feel that stirring of emotion and unrest and instability, provide some healing and then rise back up the top feeling lighter, more alive, more vital, reconnected, supported. So for me, these sacred circles are a pinpoint. It is a point each month that we can come to and say, here, here I get to rest. Here I get to breathe. Here I get to slow down. Here I get to reflect and honor and understand and contemplate and cry and laugh and share. Here, here, this is that moment. Here I drop at the door my responsibilities, all the roles and different hats that I wear. Here I leave that and I enter this space and I bloom like a flower ready to face up towards the sun. Isn't that just yum? Hmm. And I know it's not the same online and I know that it's different. But for some of us, it's vital, it's lifeblood. So coming into connection in some way with other people, other women is lifeblood. 
It's powerful and it's transformative and it's needed. Now let's just boil this down to a microcosm of that experience and that is creating your own sacred altar. Personally, I've grown up with an altar in my family environment ever since I can remember. My mother always has a statue of Mary in one corner of the house. There's always a red rose there. There are pictures of her babies around it and anything else that she feels to add. And recently, I have felt inspired through a course that I'm studying. I'm doing a April-long inner retreat with Mary Magdalene and the Rose Teachings with two powerful teachers, Anna Oterio and Oliver William Huntley. And throughout this course, we have been inspired to create an altar. So I've always had an altar in my environment. But as I've had children and my office has moved or my private space has moved, that altar has shifted and changed constantly. And that's okay. That's what altars are supposed to do. It's gone from a really big space. It's gone to windowsills. It's gone to a small pocket in the corner of a room. It's gone to a shared space with nappies and wipes. But recently I felt called to create a dedicated space again, inspired by this beautiful workshop I'm in. So I cleared out a little shelf in my wardrobe that was high enough away from sticky fingers. <laughs> and it was such a powerful experience because at first I was like, oh, how do I do this? How do I do this in a way that feels really special and sacred? And then it all just started to come to me. One by one, different items that I own, different sacred talismans or crystals or shells or things that I've found or pieces of fabric like it's really quite bizarre all the things that I started to tune into and realize that I actually had that held vibration and love and energy for me so bit by bit I started to lay out this altar I have at the base of this altar the rebozo fabric that was used during my labor and then wrapped around my daughter when she was first born I have a hand crocheted beautiful piece of fabric that my mother's grandmother made. I have shells in a spiral shape that my daughter found for me at the beach and handed to me just before I gave birth to Rafi. I've got pieces of fabric from my wedding dress. I've got a rose there. I've got pictures of Mary Magdalene and a statue of the Virgin Mary. I have crystals and a crystal grid and a candle and all sorts of different things that just as I feel into them, I tune into the energy of them. It's like, yes, this feels like uh, a connection to something, a connection to a feeling that I want to embody, a connection to a remembering. And this little altar is a place where in the morning I can light my candle, I can tune into higher guidance, I can offer up an intention or a prayer. And in that moment I create a pocket of sacredness, a moment of circle with myself and with my own guides and with the energies that I'm calling through. Just like a sacred circle, I can pinpoint my experience into this sacred space. I can mark my life each day and the rising of the sun and the setting of the sun and the flow and the shift and the transition of life with this space. So let me ask you this question. Is there a space in your home a place that when you gaze upon it makes your heart smile, 
a place that when you go to makes you feel that you can connect within and ask questions and receive guidance and tune into energies you'd like to download. Do you have a small little pocket, no matter whether it's big and exposed or hidden away, that is just for you? And I say just for you with bold and underlined because your children, if you have them, are a beautiful, important part of your life and you can have pictures of them there or anything that reminds you of them. But having it be your energy only is really important. My daughter loves to go to my altar and she touches things and she wants to hold crystals and I'm okay with that. But I'm also very clear about helping her understand why this is a space for mama's heart and soul. She can connect to it, no problem, but she must honour it and she can also create her own space if she wishes and she has. And I help her understand how this is for me and I'm teaching her about the importance of sacred self-care and honouring of her own soul just as I'm showing her that through me. So she takes anything from that. She's always very gently and kindly reminded to return it. And she does. So I just wanted to share this with you, beautiful ones, the power of sacred circles and altars, the power of space and connection and reverence and ritual to mark your life, to mark your daily experience, to mark the passage through seasons and time and circumstances. Just breathe into that and if it feels right for you, you'll know. You'll know if you need to come into circle and join us in the Practical Magic and Spiritual Medicine group for our first virtual sacred circle on the 24th. You'll also know if there's somewhere else that you need to go to find that circle. You'll also know if an altar is calling to you in the Practical Magic and Spiritual Medicine membership group, I actually take you through how to create your own altar as well. And if it is, please let me know and share it with me. I would love to witness that and to honor that. So on this beautiful Sunday, I'm about to head out into the sunshine. I send you so much love and light and a gentle reminder that I am just one mama on the path to work. And I hope that you continue to wake up with me too.